Well, it's the beginning of another work week, I guess. I work tomorrow, didn't work today. Uh, Monday is sort of my one day off. As uh, yesterday, Sunday morning, um, is my Chinese class, my three-hour epic Chinese class. And then in the afternoon, I actually went out for lunch. Met another colleague, and we had a couple bottles of wine. So that kind of took up most of the day, right? So... It's almost like I didn't have a day off, to tell you the truth. Today was my day off. Speaking of which, it is Monday, November 29th, 2021. I'm Stephen Sersky. Thanks for joining me. Thanks for finding this podcast. Hope you're enjoying it so far. That's my daily sort of recollection of what I've done, some things that I'm working on at the time. Uh, kind of like the early days of blogging, except it's in audio format, so you don't waste as much time <laughs> staring at the screen. You can have a listen as you go. Uh, getting to the end of November now, which means it's the end of NaNoWriMo. Hope you guys have done well with that one, hitting your 1500 word or 1600 word targets every day. I haven't been writing, uh, mostly because my I was aiming for a short story, a short novel, um, a collection of short stories, and just to get the rough draft done, and I've basically done, I was able to do that couple days ago anyway so there's maybe one more piece that I should write uh, and then uh, from there it's revising so I, I'm happy with the progress that I made throughout the month it's not it's not a loss I don't feel like I I didn't give a good go at the beginning of the month I had mentioned that it was all I was kind of half-assing it anyway mainly because I want to more prepare for well, first of all, because I had to start working again. <laughs> that was sort of the big one. But number two, uh, I want to start thinking more of my December drumming or drumming December. I'm not sure. I still haven't decided on the finalized name for it, which is starting up in two days' time. So December 1st, every day for the month of December, I want to be making a drum track. And the reason behind that is to get better at electronically producing drum sounds and this uh, it's actually not just drum it's percussion so a lot of those things and you could even argue that if you strike a cello then it's a percussive instrument but or the piano is a percussive instrument I guess you could say um, I'm not going to hold myself too religiously to any sort of um, you know doctrines or anything like that for December drumming it's going to be pick a sound and work on it but since I'm primarily a drummer and a percussionist, that's sort of what I'm going to be focusing on for that. And so I think tomorrow I might actually sit down and, uh, you know, hash out maybe the first 10 or 15 days worth of stuff that I want to look at or try out. It's actually not, I don't even know if I could put names to them. That's the issue. I think it's more, I know the sound type that I'm looking for. The type is, because a lot of it's EDM stuff. And I mentioned this last week. Um, so I know the different types of sounds I want to find or try out, but I have no idea how to call them. Anyway, so if, you, uh, if you're if you interested in that, for sure, have a listen throughout the month of December. It is going to be pretty interesting to go through that. And I will also be posting those tracks on this podcast every day. So that, that would be a goal, is that by the time I record this, and then publish it, I will have also had a drum track finished as well. So we'll see how this works. It might not work. Um, might be pretty busy in December, but I'm not sure. And this is all going to be a very large prelude into January, which is sort of your 
your big song a day challenge that takes place throughout the first month of uh, the new year. But back to uh, NaNoWriMo, if you guys have finished it, uh, should be interesting. A couple of hashtags that I've been following along the way, uh, not just the NaNoWriMo, so NaNoWriMo, NaNoWriMo 21, and NaNoWriMo 2021. I've also been fighting, uh, f- following the M writing, so A-M-W-R-I-T-I-N-G, so I am writing, but without the I, M writing. And uh, that's been interesting because uh, people are a lot more responsive on that hashtag. Um, I guess a lot of writers are looking for distraction from what they should be doing, which is putting words on the paper, words on the screen. And, you know, kind of thinking, you know, I've I've printed out the uh, rough draft of the stuff I've been working on. And I go, one thing that's always sort of held me back a little bit, to tell you the truth, is the constant desire to preserve original files. And this, it's not, digital has, digital paper has changed this, like digital files have changed this, but like even my notebooks, like I don't like correcting things. I like to keep it as it was when it first came out with the idea that if I were to have a museum, I would look at it and go, you know, this is what I created before. That was the original idea. And it's not like, you know, a public museum necessarily. It's like the museum of my, of my thoughts, right? Like so that sort of logic, that sort of idea where I'm preserving it for some time later on, which is confusing and odd because if they are live ideas, why would you be putting them into a museum so soon, right? It's almost like psychologically speaking, I am disabling or debilitating myself, uh, defeating myself by saying that this is a museum piece already when really it's a working document that has to be uh, changed up. Like you, you have to mark it up. It's, it has to be more like Play-Doh rather than stone. So, and this is something I've had to deal with, uh, especially with like, uh, what would you call them? Like digital files can do this because you do have to be careful when you change them, it's very hard to go back. Like you don't see the changes. Whereas with paper, when you cross things out, you see the change, right? So you always have that sort of original, if only to jog your memory of why or why you cannot use that idea, if you follow my meaning. So on a computer, you delete a paragraph and you rewrite something else. You never, you, you've now deleted that thought process that went into it and the associated memories. Whereas in the writing, the handwriting, you cross out on a piece of paper, you can still see it and you can go back to it and let it and go, wow, I still kind of like it. You know, it actually works in some situation. If I just change it up, maybe, 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 right? Often it doesn't, but uh, that's sort of what you, you, you're able to think back. Like why, what did I, what was I thinking when I wrote this before? So that's sort of a, one benefit of having a hard copy of your your stuff. I know that it's re, re, reported, I think it was um, Stephen King used, used to, or he still writes longhand. So uh, by, by hand, he actually writes out a lot of his stuff. I don't know if I can do it. And my hand gets cramped. It's just, I am not able to write as much as I can. I can type a lot faster, which matches my thinking speed a little bit better. Uh, that's uh, probably the best thing about it is that 
I can think and I can multitask a whole lot more while typing on a computer than I can handwriting. And by multitask, I don't mean necessarily doing so many things at once. I mean, um, like I can be typing, I could open up one window and have it off to the side just for reference. And then while also having a book open as well, like around the iPad. So I know that doesn't really sound like multitasking, but in I, I sort of think of it as being multitasking because you're doing two, three, two or three things at once. You're reading, you're researching, and you're writing all at the same time. Uh, or you're like the other one that I would sort of say is uh, keeping track of your word count. That's another task that you're doing, right? So just small things like that. But yeah, I think overall the um, preservation mentality can be debilitating when you constantly think that the original idea is the best thing ever when really it's not (laughs) like it probably isn't it's probably a piece of garbage so uh i don't know when i'm going to get around to revising this i just like the idea that i got the ideas out and they're there so what i'll usually do i know i i do take a while to publish a lot of my ideas it's usually just put it off to the side for a while and it's like a long while i mean this this idea has been in my mind for years five six years already um, so it's, I'm in not, I'm, I'm in no rush to all of a sudden get it published, <laughs> right? It's more like, I'm glad that I got the rough draft done. Uh, now let's put it down and return to it later on. Um, when, uh, you know, maybe I have some little bit more distance, some space from it and see if I still agree with what I wrote. The NaNoWriMo website actually does have a, uh, now what document, I think what's called Now What Revision Resource Guide. It's a PDF, it's free, you can download it there from the website. Um, and it, go, it takes you through a bunch of the steps, uh, like post NaNoWriMo, after you finish your first draft, what do you do? A lot of these are very similar to like if you're writing a master's like dissertation or a PhD dissertation. Um, PhD obviously a little bit more involved <laughs> than a uh, a NaNoWriMo novel, but uh, I mean, there still can be a research component and a lot of novel writing as well. Um, but yeah, you do sort of want to have a structure for your revising uh, and at least not just completely abandon the idea that you had. I mean, you, you've come this far. Can you take it any further? It, or maybe you just give up on it. You know, you go, you know what? That's good enough. I'm happy with it. I'm done with that. Goodbye sort of thing, right? Uh, looking forward to December drumming, I am sort of having an issue because um, I remember last year during January, I don't think I was studying Chinese as much, and I'm looking at my potential test date in March, and I can see, you know, five months away, December, January, February, March, four months, yeah, so it's four months now, um, three months Basically, because it's at the beginning of the te- uh, beginning of the month, I think of March. That's not a lot of time to be getting through a lot of the vocabulary. I still need to get through and learn more of the grammar. This past Sunday, we did spend. There was only two of us in class today because the two other guys didn't show up. They they had to work. Um, and I can tell you, my te- <laughs> this was funny. This is a failure on my part. My teacher read out this paragraph. And it was the last paragraph of the massive text that we have. And I'd read it once before. And what I did, like last week sometime, I actually read through the text and highlighted all the words I didn't know. 
I don't think she was looking at my book, but every word she asked me, what does this mean? Or asked us, the class. It was always a word that I'd highlighted that I had not gotten around to translate or to uh, yeah, translate, basically, or write the pin in. So all, like nine of the ten questions she was asking me were about these highlighted words. I'm going, I don't know. I was going to ask you. Actually, I was going to ask my dictionary first. That was sort of what I was supposed to do on Saturday night. But instead, I, I was writing those seven sentences that I had to finish. Uh, and I actually asked um, a few other Chinese people that I know if they could not do the homework, but if they could help me, like the first, what was their, the first sentence they would think of using this word. I mean, I had an idea of how to use it because I was looking up um, in different sources how to use these, these words or these grammar structures, but I wanted to know what they were thinking. And one, one girl gave me some very simple uh, sentences where, that were obviously meant at my level sort of thing. Um, that sort of all dealt with the same topic of studying Chinese. Another girl gave me a very complicated answer. And I was like, I don't know. Yes, I didn't ask any guys, uh, to, to be clear. Um, I don't talk to many Chinese guys about learning Chinese. So it's uh, usually it's either in Chinese or, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> That's it. Um, but these girls, they a uh, little bit more... Um, they, they would be willing to give me a sentence like that. So I, was, I just wanted to see what the thought, thought process was, the thinking process was, um, whether I was like completely off the rails or if I'd even understand what they would write. Because there's one thing about examples that are given by a textbook and there's another thing about using the words uh, you know, naturally. And that's, so that's what I wanted to sort of see. Uh, the good thing is that we did finish the units, so we're two units in already of this new book, which means there's 14 units total, there's 12 more units, 12 more weeks of this. I think I've only paid for nine weeks total, so we'll see. I, I fully intend to go through the whole thing, that's not an issue. And I think the class actually ends, I think there's an end date. If maybe it's at the end of this textbook, the class ends and like there's no more available or something like that, I, I'm not entirely sure. But um, that actually lines up perfectly with uh, the HSK-5 test date target that I'm going for. And the other big news. Yeah, there's a new variant. I was listening to the Chinese radio. They kept on saying Omicron. Omicron? Omicron? Omicron, yes. And I'm like, what the Omicron? I thought this was like some sort of, you know, metaverse uh, hashtag or something, and no, it turns out there's another variant of the virus, and it's in South Africa, between South Africa and Botswana. So, yeah, we've gone down a little bit more, or haven't gone down, we've upped. Yeah, like the reaction in China has been they're restricting even more stuff now. Oh, is anyone else tired of this? I mean, when is this thing going to be over? And I know, you know, it's kind of. I've been complaining about it and saying that, you know, this could be any number of biological warfare, blah, 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 it doesn't matter almost. It's, it, even if it is or if it isn't, you know, in 10 years, I mean, are we still going to be fighting it or is it going to be good thing we did that because, you know, alternate reality would have been like half the world dying, right? Like that's, could it go either way or what are we seeing? Because th there have been some reports that this was, a virus that was being tampered with, funded by the military, uh, for purposes that would be targeted, sort of, like, in, in other words, 
the job is the virus is doing its job. <laughs> what we're seeing now is sort of like one of the largest virology experiments in the world. That's that's what it is. But imagine if it wasn't a virus that was killing people. If it was something good, like what if like why aren't the vaccines or you know how could you help people get better by you know the, some sort of Con- contagious virus like this, uh, not again, not a bad virus, but a, a helpful sort of virus, a helpful bacteria or something like that. How would you do that? You know, I think of this stuff only because I think it's really fascinating as we move forward as humans, as humanity moves forward. Like we cannot go back to a time without electricity. We cannot go back to a time without the internet. It's just those days are gone. Literally, history gone. Going forward. Is this one of the new ways that we're going to be able to spread things? Is through this biological, you know, contagiousness? It can. Does it have to be a bad thing, or can it be a good thing? I don't know. Obviously, right now it's more of a bad thing than anything. Marketing or biological warfare or whatever you want to call it, it's here. It's happening. We're still wearing masks, and. I mean, people are being infected and dying from it, so we do actually have to address this, right? Uh, And that's a great start of the week, isn't it? Anyway, i got another five days a week. I'm going to do this for one more month, uh, working five days a week like this, and then I might go down to a bit more of a part-time, only so I can start working on a few other projects that I want to get done, Um, especially as I, you know, getting into 2022, getting a little bit older, you know, there's a few check marks i got to, make sure that are getting lined up properly and you know working every day doing the same thing i'm not sure if that's the check mark i'm looking for <laughs> i'll let you guys know more about that as the um, the projects develop we'll leave it there have a great start of the week hope your weekend was great happy thanksgiving to uh, american comrades and uh, u.s american comrades of course and um, hope you guys Have a good start of December, and it's not too cold where you are, although I'm sure it is. Have a good one. Show notes up on stephensersky.com. Thanks for listening. We'll talk again. Bye-bye.